0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark Delay Podcast with
1: Frankie Val on the drums and
0: beans. I just showed a really cool carnivore recipe before we started the show today. And egg
2: noodles.
0: Yeah, the chat's, going, the chat's going crazy for it. Yeah, you make a thin layer of scrambled egg in a pan. You roll it up like a fruit roll up and then you slice it into thin slices and you got noodles out of egg. That's exactly what it is. It's not too much work. That's easy. That's and easy. then. And then. And then. Did you ever get see that movie? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it?
1: With the, uh, um, um. And, oh. then,
0: and then. Which one? Come on. Which one is it? Come on, Chad.
1: I'm just trying to name the character.
0: <sighs> I'm going to look it up. Anyway, and then you make your meatballs. Dude, where's my car? Dude, dude, where's my car? Here it is.
1: Oh, wait, so then I don't know <laughs> it.
3: Yeah, I'd like- uh,
1: Then I didn't know it. I was trying to, I was thinking about something else.
3: And then three orders of white rice. Here we go. Then, Here we go. And then, oh, hey, you guys want soup? Sure. sure. Yeah, three orders of uh, wonton soup. And Oh, ah, uh, some fortune cookies, too.
2: And
1: then? Uh, you know, like I never watched this all the way through.
0: You didn't?
1: Never. This is a, I never watched this all the way through.
0: He's like, and then he gets really angry about it, and both of them start fighting.
1: This ends up with a, an alien aspect to it, right? Like, like an alien, like uh, space aliens?
0: No. Maybe. No? I don't know. God, it's been so long. I don't remember.
1: Isn't there a space aliens at the end of this movie? That's another movie. I don't okay. Dude, where's my car see
0: space aliens?
1: One time yes! yes, oh it does okay yeah. good.
4: Thank yeah. you
0: here. It is Who's Johnny pot smoker that's
4: Here, I don't know why
0: if you are Jesse and Chester Perhaps we will give you erotic pleasure. (laughs) God, the movies back then were so much better. Anyway, yeah, you make the meatballs, you put it on the egg noodles, you make your little gravy out of heavy cream, butter, cheese, put that all on top and you've got yourself a damn good carnivore meal.
1: And if you do it right, then you might be offered some carnal pleasure by a group of uh, hot chicks.
0: From Mars.
1: Oh, I don't care where they're on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I played a clip on the show yesterday. It was a, a joke. It was two eggs. And one of them says to the other, You wanna hear a joke? Um I'll play it at the end of the show. I can't rem- I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, but it was basically a joke about being laid this morning so he couldn't be boiled. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, want to I don't that. think
0: I can get hard. I was just late
1: this morning.
0: <laughs> all right. We're X rated this morning. Um Jeez. G- g-
1: <laughs> It all it all started with egg noodles. And <laughs> here we are.
0: Oh Lord. And then I went into a lecture about how guys need to start doing some stamina training. Seriously.
1: Oh when? Yesterday?
0: Yeah, on the show. On the side of bean show
1: yeah that's not hard
0: (laughs) 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 okay pierre poliver pierre poliver running for prime minister of canada dismantles leftist reporter while eating an apple this is just grand i have to play it because it's just grand here we go
2: on the on the topic i mean in terms of your sort of strategy currently you're obviously taking the populist uh pathway um, what does that mean <laughs> well a- appealing appealing to people's uh, more emotional levels i would guess um i mean what certainly you mean certainly that? you Too certainly you tap certainly you tap uh, very strong ideological language quite frequently like what uh left wing you know this and that right wing they you know i mean it's that that type I of ideological never about, i never really talk about left but or right anyways a lot of don't people don't really believe in that okay a lot of people would, would say that you're simply taking a page out of the Donald Trump uh Broadly but, like which people would say that. Well, I'm sure a great many Canadians, but like who? <laughs> I don't know who but Well you're um, the one who asked the question, so yeah. now, you must know somebody. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm sure there's some out there, but anyways the, the point of this it. the point of this question is, I mean, why should why should Canadians trust you with their vote you know, given Common sense. Okay. Common sense for, for a change. We're going to make common
1: sense common in this country. We don't have any common sense in the current government. You know, the guy prints $600 billion and grows our money supply by 32% in three years. That's growing the money eight times faster than the economy. No wonder we have the worst defla- inflation in four decades. I'm going to cap spending, cut waste, so that we can balance the budget and bring down inflation and interest rates. You'll want to be able to pay your mortgage again. You want to be able to afford rent, then you have to vote for Pierre Polyev because I am the only one
0: oh, with a
1: common it. sense plan that will bring back the buying power of your paycheck. You, you know, just- I, I, I am not a. Uh, I, I hate when people eat.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I know. Especially <laughs> if they're going to do media or anything like that, I that think it is perfect. a terrible, horrible thing. This is this is so amazingly passive aggressive. I I re- I appreciate this. I appreciate the use of the apple as a prop. Now I don't know if they're in a, the, the, you know, it's the it's autumn, it's the harvest, so maybe they are in a, an apple orchard and it's just part of the appearance there. But man, oh man, that was a great use of the apple as a prop and and what you really had there was on the left there was a man and on the right there was a child and (laughs) it was just so good I was
0: great it was fantastic um i was sent this just now by a listener to play i don't know what it is but i was told i must play it right now so i'm going to
2: here we go
1: Oh, I'm seeing, okay, I'm seeing it. It's uh...
0: so true.
1: Yeah. Depending. Yeah, little... Depending. <laughs> depending on what the plan for the evening is, yeah. <laughs> How much control you have over the situation. But yeah, that's that's fun. Women have an advantage in that respect.
0: Why? Why is that an advantage? What
1: are you talking about? They can just go on that's this. That's
0: not an advantage.
1: This, this wild ride that lasts forever and ever. And you have to, if you're a guy, you have to really manage your 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 ammunition.
0: Yeah, it might last forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, if it goes on forever and ever and ever and there's no, like, there's no conclusion, then then there's other things going on there. I'm just talking about the potential for the evening. You don't have to manage ammunition.
0: No, no. We have endless ammunition. That's why we always win. Um, now we've got SBF. <laughs> we've got SBF. The trial's going on right now. We've made him an ac- acronym. I don't like it at all. I don't like that we've made Sam Bankman Freed an, ac- an acronym. But the trial's going on and every single person has turned on him. He's so screwed. Everybody's saying it was all him. and He was this big mastermind behind this plot to steal money from all these companies and customers and... The the girlfriend little mousy mouse has flipped on him completely. The the treasurer and the CEO or CFO has flipped on him completely. They're all up on the stand. I've been basically sort of following this. Not very much, to be honest. But this was what caught my eye. Sam Bankman-Fried may testify at trial, defense says. First, he needs his ADHD meds. Okay. So apparently he's on... A very high dose of ADHD, med, whatever it is, needs to have it four times a day to be able to focus on anything. Four times a day.
1: Well, like Ritalin?
0: I guess so. They don't say what it is. But the Bureau of Prisons isn't giving it to him four times a day. So he gets it in the morning and in the afternoon. And then in the middle of the day, apparently he loses complete focus and can't concentrate on anything. So, like, they want to bring him up on the stand to testify for himself. But they're asking the judge to order that they provide this ADHD med for him on his regular dosing schedule. And the liberal media spins this in such a way, this is just one example of how the criminal justice system goes after its defendants. Talk to a January 6th defendant, okay? Please,
1: please, please. Mishandling billions. Buying mansions for not only himself, but his friends and his family, you know I, I'll tell you this whole I have not been following it that much either every once in a while I see that they dismiss one or two charges. I know they still has like seven that he's facing but um w- When there were proper digs and dives into his background Just to find you know the a profile of who his girlfriend is who his parents are um, what was being run through FTX uh, the the Ukraine link, the, the Republican and Democrat link, the midterm election link, all that stuff that was coming together. I, I me like many other people, was thinking, well, he's not going to live very long, and somehow this is becoming, he's becoming very insulated. Yeah, and it seems like they're, he's just going to have to go to jail, and I mean, obviously, if he if there is anything that he's going to say about anybody else, then he'd be getting himself into trouble. Um, you know, with his life, but I- I'm surprised he lasted this long. This is one of those things. That everybody was like, "Well, well, the clock's ticking on this guy."
0: It's here. Somebody in the chat said this guy that she's starting to look like Gollum. She's on the screen right now. His girlfriend, Az oh, Informer, the, the Squirrel. I mean, it's bad. Look at look at the look at the screen. I need your visceral reaction. Yeah,
1: the... yeah. It's just, it's, it's like pe- Penguin's daughter.
0: Not (laughs) not good. (laughs) Penguin's daughter. Well, we'll, I'll keep it. it, It's just the trial to me is like another elitist cover up. And, you know, it's not interesting to me at all because I just know that it's basically an elitist cover up. And they're all on the stand throwing. They're all pleading guilty. They'll probably secretly be let out of prison in like three days. And then everybody will go off into the sunset like it never happened. Um, There are 20 Republicans who are voting against Jim Jordan or voted against him on the first ballot. This is a catastrophe in the making. If these six idiots don't change their minds.
1: What the hell is with like seven people voting for Scalise and or... or it, I mean, and there's there's people who voted for McCarthy again, and even McCarthy voted for for uh, Jordan.
0: Yeah, McCarthy voted for Jordan. They're trying to form some un- united frontier, but some of the Republicans, the rumors are, are actually trying to work with Hakeem Jeffries to figure out if he can be, if we get, I'm just going to say this.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing. That would. Do be I amazing. even have
0: to say it? You know what I'm going to say. What if we get a Democrat speaker out of this?
1: Please, C- just cash it in, just cash it in, <laughs> cash it in. Be wonderful. I mean, well, you know, the other thing is go uh, with 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 these holdouts, whatever. Especially anybody who's trying to negotiate something like that. Oh my gosh, just just you pack it in. You're in Liz Cheney territory now. Just your your life is over but it's just incredible it's incredible we're, no representation.
0: N- n- they're not. I mean, the animals. phone lines have been burned up by people calling them, telling them, just vote for Jordan. And they're just ignoring them. There is no constituency for these people. Right. I have their names. Bacon, Buck, Chavez, D'Esposito, Dia- Diaz, Balter, Elzey, Garbino, Jimenez, Gonzalez, Granger, James, Kelly, Kiggins, Lalota, LaMalfa, Lawler, Rutherford, Simpson, Sparks, and Womack. I will share this. And then underneath, Benny has to say, if you don't know who your representative is, check here. Do you know who your representative is?
1: Uh, it, you know, it, it, he it flipped over. Um, It was Lamar. It was what's his name? Uh, Mondaire Jones. And then he lost. And it's another Democrat on the spectrum. Yes. Sir. Hold on a second.
0: House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries suggested tonight that Democrats would be open to working with Interim Speaker Patrick McHenry. See. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries floated empowering Speaker pro tempore Patrick McHenry in a last-ditch effort to block Jim Jordan.
1: Wait a second, what? New York 17.
0: You don't know who? It's somebody you didn't realize? Or you do not have a district anymore? You're not represented at all, Frank. They took it away. <laughs> Please,
1: say, Mondaire Jones, he was in New York. This is wait, this is I'm I'm 17. I'm not New York 14. 14 is AOC, right?
0: You wouldn't be there, yeah.
1: New York's right. congressional district. There I am. Uh, Southern New York includes all of Rockland County, Putnam and most of Northern Westchester.
0: Yeah, not the Bronx.
1: And what
0: did they redistrict you, and you don't even know?
1: I've do. I don't have a. Re, I have a Republican. Wait, wait. What? No.
0: Welcome to the party, Frank. You have a Republican no. representative.
1: Not really, because it's that Mike Lawler guy.
0: Which guy? The one on the list.
1: Is this for Is you said Lawler's on the list? Yes. What the hell has happened here? Wait a second. Mondaire Jones, Mike Lawler. I have a. What the hell happened? When did this happen? Quantum jumps. (laughs) When did this happen?
0: (laughs) The last election. Let's see. When was Lawler elected?
1: Jay says January third, twenty twenty-three. January. Mike Lawler.
0: Yeah, here he is. He was born in nineteen eighty-six. He looks like a jackass
1: and he and he voted and he's he's doing the Hakeem Jeffries thing yeah he uh I, I'm flabbergasted right now
0: well you learn something new every day Frank
1: I'm flabbergasted I mean I, I I was not sleeping during the midterms we 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 covered it
0: uh yeah but that was like a little individual house race in New York so why would you it's even...
1: my house race
0: but you didn't vote You didn't vote. You told me you didn't vote. You told us you Earl, didn't vote.
1: Earl River. Yeah, I didn't vote and a Republican won.
0: Yeah. What? You should not vote <laughs> <Wait>. more. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, well, I mean, does it really matter? If oh. he's pulling this crap? What the hell is wrong? I don't know. I'm, I'm, out, of, I'm out of my mind.
0: It's okay. I'm glad we did this today wow we're gonna get into a little bit of the um Hmm. a little bit of the israel stuff real quick because of what happened yesterday that is just another prime example of why we need to be so careful with information coming out from there because nothing is real it's all crazy everything's a lie until it's not a lie anymore then you find holes in the lie it's nuts But before we do that, Jewish professors at Ivy League universities are suddenly, or I should say Ivy League universities are suddenly clamoring over free speech, Frank. Oh, yeah. The biggest breakthrough we've had in these leftist universities in years, that all of a sudden now they understand free speech because they refuse to shut down pro-Hamas speakers because every American has the First Amendment right to say what they want, even if it's hateful and you don't like it. Ben Shapiro, who I'm not a huge fan of, or Matt Walsh, or any other conservative speaker, Jordan Peterson, who were to step foot on a campus would have been kicked out, event canceled, nobody allowed, but if you are pro Hamas, your right to free speech is protected on Ivy League campuses.
1: Yeah. And, you're, and you'll and you see, now listen, I, I don't, um, to, to take sides on this is really something, it's, it's <laughs> a sticky thing because everybody's deplorable if you ask me. Um, but the more you look into the radical Islamic side of things, you see exactly why, um, you, you see a lot of, a lot of real big similarities and in, in relations to BLM, Antifa. You you oh, realize, I, yeah, you realize why that, like especially on college campuses, there is so much affinity between those groups because they, I mean, they they operate so similarly.
0: They and they're in support. They're in support. Yeah. I mean, straight up in support. The craziest thing I saw, which I I mean, the Starbucks union came out in support of Palestine. And Starbucks actually came out and said, You don't represent us. You'd better stop this right now, or we're going to sue you. So the Starbucks company was going to sue the union for Starbucks employees for defamation because they came out pro Hamas, pro Palestine. Interesting. This, yesterday, if you didn't know, there was a bombing. Um, of a hospital in Gaza and uh, allegedly 500 plus people were killed and immediately Hamas came out and blamed Israel a little bit later the dust settled a little bit and it looked as though actually a Hamas missile malfunctioned and landed on this hospital um, when Hamas was trying to shoot missiles over to Israel and Mm -hmm. I'm still left with more questions than answers Frank and I'm going to show you two things and then we'll talk about why real quick before we get into the title of the show today, because the MMA kangaroo has to be definitely something we talk about.
4: (laughs) Okay. Here we go. An explosion rocks the hospital. Without verification, global headlines instantly run the Hamas narrative that an Israeli airstrike just killed 500 people. Contradicting this, two Arabic news outlets live stream Palestinians launching rockets at 1859
0: there's a video of the one of them
4: misfires and moments later there's an explosion at the hospital i saw the explosion
0: yeah it didn't even hit the hospital it hit the parking lot there it is it's on screen right now clip will be in the show notes for people
4: yeah so how does one relate to the other later this photo is posted on social media which shows a fire in the hospital car park this is then confirmed by video the day after, it appears that the fire was largely contained to the car park. In fact, this footage corroborates the theory it was a Palestinian rocket, as there's no crater. Had it been an IDF strike, there'd be one. The IDF then intercept a conversation between two Supposedly, Hamas where they claimed that Palestinian Islamic Jihad were responsible.
0: Uh, I'm telling you this is the first time that we see a missile like this falling, and so that's why we're saying it belongs to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Uh, The first one says, what? The second one says, it belongs to us. And allegedly, this was a conversation that was intercepted, allegedly. But how we know that, I have no way. This is why I believe nothing. Here.
2: Who says this? They're saying that the shrapnel from the missiles, local shrapnel and not like Israeli shrapnel.
1: So then what was responsible for the 500 plus deaths at the hospital if this hit the car park and it didn't even leave a crater?
0: There is a big question about whether there are 500 casualties at all. How many there actually are. And there are
1: that that rose from 300 to 500 over the last 12 hours that that estimation.
0: There's no way to know how many people sadly perished in this mistake, however it was, and how they're framing it and using it as propaganda now. But this is why I have not said a single word about this because I don't believe anything. It's all propaganda. This entire conflict, in my opinion, is propaganda everywhere. There's no... There's no right answer for anything. Um, Abby Martin, no Palestinian rocket can cause the carnage and mass death we saw in that hospital. Israel warned evacuation before bombing it. Officials gloated about it before denying. Now, that, that's true. The, the uh, Israeli press secretary came out and said, we just took care of a terrorist cell inside of a Gaza hospital. It's so sad that they hide their operations in civilian areas and then deleted it.
1: That, that happened? Yes. Well.
0: So then, did he just not know and assume did he know, did he just see it and be like, aha, we won, let me put out a statement. Like, I don't, it, it clearly the footage shows that it wasn't them. So were they just trying to take credit for something? Was it just a mistake? Who knows?
1: It's, it's, I mean.
0: Who knows? So then we've got that's this.
1: A very, that's a very big explosion. I saw the the horizon shots and everything. Yeah. And um, but uh, yeah, no, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But of course, it when tensions and emotions are this high, it doesn't also doesn't matter.
0: No, that's the point. It doesn't. Somebody's gonna grab something. It's gonna go. People are gonna follow it wherever their pro- proclivities lie, and then we're gonna end up with the truth somewhere nobody ever discovers ever. So. Then we've got this. I mean, two clips here.
3: You know, uh, years ago, I asked the Secretary of State when he and I were working in the Senate to write something for man. He said, uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not, we lead, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later.
1: Uh, You see, this is what I'm, I have seen all of the videos. I have seen all of the the theories about masks, about clones, about you know, managing the image and likeness of the man we used to know as Joe Biden. and I, I'm always open ears uh for that stuff. There but- are
0: some crazy clips of what look like, you know, fake Joe Biden's running around, but that that's common. that's not that's not a all everybody has a double. Everybody My- does
1: my question is the mental incapacitation
0: oh yeah this is it's clearly
1: like, i mean you, you can put a mask on somebody and you can really double them up somewhere and find someone who is is a passable double but the the consistency that is undeniable is the mental incapacitation the the listlessness i mean that's that's something that really plays big time for me when determining uh, what is real and what isn't.
0: Listen to this one.
3: I... I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not not you. But there's a lot of people out there not sure. So we've got, we got to overcome a lot of things.
1: Please clear your throat.
0: The Please other team...
1: The other team. Yeah, it's a oh, football game.
0: Looks like it was the other team. Not you. <laughs> we gotta God, clear old, that up quickly.
1: Old people and their gurgling voices. I know, Just, I know. Please clear your damn throat. Disgusting, man.
0: I know. Who knows what's in there, too, and how old it is. I don't... don't
1: well, like, it's a yogurt. Ew. My by morning oh. yogurt.
0: Cottage cheese. Gross. So that's that's the that's the I don't Who knows? Who knows? Tucker Carlson's media company raises fifteen million in seed rounds led by anti-woke company. Oh good. Seventeen eighty nine Capital is called. for whatever he's doing. Good for him. Here, we've got some good news coming in. We've got some good news coming in. Before we get into the good news, though, I want to play this clip. Masterful clip here. Okay. What happened back in the day with the measles, Frank?
1: Uh, You had measles parties.
0: Listen to this. This is from, like, the Brady Bunch and old shows from back in the day. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Peter. What are you doing home from school? They sent me home measles that's either measles or a strange case of red freckles you have got a temperature they told me 101.1 what's the record never mind
1: oh are you sure it's the measles
3: well he certainly got all the symptoms a slight temperature a lot of dots and a great big smile
1: a great big smile
3: no school for a few days
1: say hello to my dotted son for me tell him i'll bring him some comic books and i'll see you later dear.
3: okay honey bye <laughs> Boy, this is the life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
2: If you have to get sick, you sure can't beat the measles. That's right. No medicine. Inside
3: or out. Like shots, I mean. Don't even mention shots.
2: Yuck! <laughs>
3: measles. 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 Well, all
1: the kids have now had the measles. So have I. Well, I had them years ago. Looks like the Bradys are finished
3: with the measles. <laughs> Hold it. You're not through yet,
1: Alice. Don't tell me you're coming down with the measles.
3: Oh, I hope so. I'd hate to think I was just learning how to blush at my age.
1: Yeah, I actually, you know, I'm. Uh, uh Susan Olsen's a good friend of mine, and I, I got to talk to her about this episode on the show once. Uh, just you know, when we were talking, talking about how things have changed and. Um, how narratives are created to to serve one industry over the other, but this is always one of those things everybody points to, and it talks about the the shift in in how we used to deal with things like measles. To now, it needs to be lumped into a uh, a forced injection that if you don't have it, it could be catastrophic between rubella and the mumps as well. And here you are, it's just like everybody got together, whether it be measles or the chicken pox. Get it over with and it's over. And, and and what what did Mike Brady say? What what was the first thing Mike Brady thought about getting to help out with the measles? A, a small books. stack of comic books.
0: Yeah, comic books. Freaking awesome. So Peter McCullough, even through like the beginning of the year, was talking about Paxlovid and everything. This man has done such a shift in his career. Think about just think about where he came from. Baylor University, lecturing all over the world, writing all these papers. To now saying everything in medicine needs critical reappraisal, time has come for routine. The time has come for re- routine vaccines. I'm glad you've caught up with us, Peter. I'm really glad, Doctor McCullough. I I mean this sincerely. He says many are becoming vaccine risk aware and weighing out very real risk versus theoretical benefits. Some are concluding natural is best. This is. So-
1: so was he When is he talking about a delayed schedule here? Or does he actually go into going vaccine-free?
0: Vaccine-free. Wow,
1: he's going that far, huh? Yes. Incredible.
0: Yes, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Because once your eyes are open, you are like, hmm. And when you really get down to it, like one thing I didn't like about this entire process we've gone through over the past couple of years is... All these docs, so highly regarded, such truth tellers, so brave, being red-pilled in real time amongst the general population, right? Everything they knew was was blown up because what they, their career, everything they dedicated themselves to, they were realizing in real time was nonsense, okay? But they also then were in the public eye and everybody was looking to them for, for advice because they were the only ones who were really telling the truth about COVID. The problem with that is, They also then started becoming experts on things that they should never have dabbled in in the first place, like speaking out about like things that we learned years and years ago as though they knew everything about them. And that bothered me, That, that bothered me because then it's like, listen, stay in your lane for now. Focus on this. And then later on, as you learn more, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Then you can start speaking about all these other Conflicts and controversies in the new world, world order, and you know, all that stuff. But yeah. here we are, these doctors in their own fields saying now what we've been saying for a long time, which is there should be no, we've read the ingredient list for goodness sakes for everybody. Stop it.
1: I'm so jealous of Aurora.
0: Me too. I'm Me so too.
1: jealous of Aurora.
0: She's pure.
1: I mean, I'm pure. I, I would, I would, you know, I mean, it, well, con- compared to the, the shot schedule that I was on, yeah. I, my mother showed me my shot card, and I think I counted no more. This is like a dozen, maybe a baker's dozen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: remember in fifth grade going to get the last of my hepatitis shots. And then after that, it was just, I think since then, I might have had one or two tetanus shots after, you know, accidents or something like that. I I told like I said my my last shot I ever got was in 2000 I think 2010 and I had twisted my ankle during and they a, wanted to
0: give you a tetanus
1: they gave it to me I don't know. they gave it to me well did- in you know it's like this is like 13 years ago now I I went and played flag football that I organized I and I I sprained my ankle pretty bad but you know and I tried to avoid the hospital but. You know i woke up the next morning and i was like you know sweating and i had a little bit of almost almost like felt like a slight fever because it was just so inflamed down there so i said all right went to the hospital they gave me an air cast at whatever lauren came with me too and they did a an x-ray just to make sure it was just soft tissue it wasn't anything was broken like we're gonna end with season you know you're uh we should do the tetanus shot too I'm like oh, all right
0: you know i was at i i burned my hand real bad on easter Like real bad. It was blistered up. It was really bad. It went to the, to the, I needed to stop this burning. I needed burn cream. It was Easter. Obviously everything was closed. Went to the quick clinic ER that they have the pop-up ER from the hospital. It's like for general things. And they come in with this needle and they're about to get, I'm like, what is that? Like, what are you about to put in my arm that you didn't even talk to me about? They just come in like, like, and just start to dole things out at you. Exactly. I'm like I'm good. I don't need that. Like I'm good. I just want cream for my freaking hand. I don't need your damn painkiller shots and whatever else is in there. I don't. I don't want it.
1: And now you know. <sighs> and now you know that there's there's more with things like polio too. I mean, even A B A B C. All the I, I've seen this coverage from even the, the the bigger news networks over the years. That now there is far more polio in the world as a result of the polio shots than yep. actually. Any kind of a naturally occurring infection, 100%. which there, there's plenty, there's plenty on that to consider too. When you when you look into the, uh, the the subject of DDT, um, um, I have my thoughts on what polio was and could have been, has changed dramatically over the years. But we'll, you know, still, th- there's a lot. There's a lot, and of course the HPV shots.
0: Yeah, oh, don't get me still- started on that. Yeah, Don't the Gardasil, Gardasil stuff. Gardasil.
1: I mean, the the fact the fact that uh, most hospitals offer and really try to get parents to accept an a hepatitis B shot for their newborns before they even leave the delivery room. Yep. Uh, it's like a sexually transmitted disease my, for my my, my, my two hour old baby. Yep. What?
0: Yep. Yeah, and and. Like HP, they're doing, when I go for my physical now, which I do just to see what my levels are from eating to track my progress, they they try to offer you a pap smear in the freaking general practitioner's office now because they mm. want to give out that shot. I'm telling you, that's why it is. Would you like to have a pap smear here? N- no, 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 I would not. No,
1: but I would like a pap smear.
0: Smear. Unbelievable. Anyway, this other guy here, Mike Donio. Never in a million years did I think that I would take a critical look at all vaccines and decide that neither myself nor my family would take one more again. And I have experience in virology and immunology. Yet here I am. Not an anti-vaxxer, but an ex-vaxxer. Not a denier, but a decliner. And please, stop being a wuss. You are an anti-vaxxer. It's fine. You're allowed to say it. It's okay. anti vax That's what you are.
1: You know what? I'm an anti vaxxer
0: I wear it with pride. Okay. Frank. Yeah. M- Mildora man fights off jacked kangaroo to save his dog from drowning.
1: Oh wait, 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 before you do the jacked kangaroo because all these damn things. I I I love the meme where they say the kangaroos are just a deer that went to prison. <laughs> and, and it's it's funny. But did you see just while we're still kind of on the tail end of that last subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did you see any of the, um, who's this, the, the guy, Kelsey? He is a, yes. he plays plays for the Chiefs.
0: He dating uh, he's Taylor now. Swift.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess, I, I guess that's his, his bigger claim to fame these days. But I was watching a little bit of the, the Cowboys game on Monday night when I got home. And there was a commercial break. And there he is, this big oaf doing a, a two for one what's the two for one or two things that two great things at the same time he was doing a a a, a flu and covid shot commercial and he's telling people oh, you go to cvs now you can get your flu shot and your covid shot you know it's good and you know at the end he pulls up his arm he's got two band-aids and he's really like oh oh I, well I aaron at-
0: Rodgers said i want to debate Kelsey on
1: vaccine probably probably why because he's doing like commercials yeah, and stuff he's, like yeah. and I'm looking at I just I, I I understand he's got all the money he's got all the fame he's got a very very prestigious job he's got a prestigious girlfriend and all that stuff but I could not have pitied a big oaf more what a pathetic thing I'm sure and maybe he believes he's doing just doing the right thing and in that in that headspace you can't blame him if you really believe you're doing the right thing and you're helping people, but how how pathetic.
0: You'd have to be dumb at this point to think you're helping anybody by pushing the COVID vax. You'd have to be stupid, which he probably or, or, is.
1: And it's one thing to say, you know, the new COVID uh, uh, vaccine is out, the new, you know, whatever. And it's 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 the season and, you know, go protect your family. The holidays are coming, but to go there and say, hey, uh, go to the pharmacy and get two different injections at the at same, the same time. time it's just like the, the 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 clustering of shots is just so damn man
0: why would you do that to yourself it's terrible you know <sighs> Pfizer is having a lot of problems right now their their annual meeting was just the other day and apparently it didn't go well at all for them they were like cringy throughout the whole thing even their shareholders and stuff that were there were like eh. they're losing money like like nobody's business, the COVID stuff is dried up, nobody's taking the new shot
1: well let me ask you this if you were to t- if you're going to go there and do something like Travis Kelsey, that's his first name? I think so if you're going to do something like this guy on the Chiefs and you're going to go to CBS like I was standing at sea, C- I had to go get some uh, I have a little bit of dry skin around here and I went to go uh, get a little something from a dermatologist to, uh, to clear it out and it actually has been working nicely I love it, but um, I was standing online line at the CVS, and there's this couple in front of me. The hearing people going, "Yeah, we're here for our, our vaccines." Oh, I just felt so bad for them, because um, you, you can tell that they're there for opening day yeah. or, all the time. But
0: all ready to go. When
1: you, when you talk about going to a place and getting a cluster of shots, why can't you just draw out a little bit of COVID, and in the same va- in the same vial, the same needle draw out a little bit of the flu shot and inject the whole same thing. Why two different shots if they're, you're, it's like a quarter of an inch away from the other injection sites. All of that stuff is going in the person at the same time anyway. Why not just mix it together? Why, why not just turn this into like, you know, a a cocktail?
0: I don't know. That's actually a really good question. Never thought about it. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you one person that doesn't take any shots this damn jacked kangaroo this
0: day <laughs> listen, this the look at this thing on the screen. It's beefy. It's beefy. This guy had his dog. two Akitas. Akitas are beautiful dogs. anyway, the the this jacked up kangaroo who the guy says looks like he just got out of prison. by the way, that was his quote. The guy who's got the dogs is an MMA fighter. Okay. He gets into a tussle with this kangaroo. The MMA fighter is using grappling moves on this freaking kangaroo. Trying to I get this.
1: I wouldn't. Me- I mean, if you're an MMA fighter, mate, you got a little bit more. You you got a little bit more, Uh, you know, skill in the. in. The, I, I wouldn't mess with a damn kangaroo
0: i've got i've got clips i've got the video here we go hey, it, it is so intimidating watching the vision um clearly
4: you came down there he was holding hutchie and then what's happened is by you coming down he's let hutchie go that's great news but then attacked you were you hurt uh yeah i got a few few bit of bark lost a bit off the leg so i got a dead arm my forearm was killing damn. me for like most of the day um, Yeah, he quite literally, it was a bit of a punch-on type of thing. But uh, Damn. and we went to the water. Like I, I, I teach Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. My, I, uh, I have a the grappling claws. style. I like to take people to the ground, type thing. And, and I, next, you know, I'm in the water, and I go, "What the hell are you doing? Like this is just ridiculous."
0: Man's grappling with a freaking kangaroo in the water.
1: Did they grapple, or was that the that was that the extent of the?
0: No, they grappled. He dropped his at- phone in the water.
1: Yeah, but yeah, did you see the claws?
0: Yeah, he's- yeah, this kangaroo was nothing to mess with. Nothing to mess with. I got Damn. another one.
4: ...has saved his pet dog from the clutches of a two-meter kangaroo. The muscly
1: marsupial was trying to drown his Akita when the former policeman sprung into action.
0: Caught in the clutches of a kangaroo. Look at my dog. Mick Maloney feared his dog was drowning.
4: Look at my dog. I basically open hand slapped him across the head and then he jumped me and it was on for young and old.
0: He wrestled with the muscly marsupial in the Murray River.
4: We went sideways into the water and then there was a bit of a tussle. Lost my phone, got up, we were a metre and a half apart thereabouts and I thought, well, dog's gone, I'm going to get my phone and I'm out of here. Story to tell. <laughs>
0: The mixed martial arts coach had been on a walk with his three dogs when one ended up in the water with the kangaroo. The video of the feisty exchange has clocked up 35 million views online in just 24 hours.
4: The, that thing was jacked. <laughs> that kangaroo had done a lot of weights in its time. It was it was like I, when I wrestled with it, it was like I was hugging a fridge. It was just <laughs> solid. The dog
0: has recovered from the ordeal. Mick, thankfully, only suffered cuts and grazes. Look at my dog. Melina right. Saga. No, first of all, he's hmm. filming, for goodness sakes.
1: I know. What? I know, so he, he had a tussle with one hand. It's too bad he didn't have, like, a... Uh, a body cam on so that we could have we could have seen it or somebody was filming like he had another person there filming on the shoreline so that we could have seen the whole thing but you know you've seen the uh this was years ago there was a there was a another kangaroo incident where it went and pretty much gave a, uh, a person's dog some trouble and the guy you know faced off squared off with him and with the, kangaroo the kangaroo punched him
0: right right pun- like a boxer
1: Yeah, punched the kangaroo in the face, and the kangaroo just kind of just got stunned, and it was over.
0: The these kangaroos are nothing to mess with. Seriously, I've seen a bunch of angry kangaroo videos.
1: No, no, yeah, we we grow up over here. Obviously, a kangaroo is an alien species for us, so we only get depictions of it from National Geographic, and then of course everything is animated. So you you don't understand that these are not these are not goofy animals they are
0: ostriches you think that ostriches are nice birds they're they're not
1: no i i would never go near an ostrich How with that do
0: you ever see like the the safari videos of the ostriches attacking the car yeah i mean why would you drive your car through a jungle anyway like (laughs) i got a funny comedy skit to end with it's just a couple minutes long it's hysterical you're not gonna have to worry about this too much frank because you are homeschooling your daughter but if you are a parent or have been a grandparent to a child when Common Core was being crammed down everybody's throats, this is gonna resonate with you strongly. It's, it's funny.
3: Doing Common Core math, she brought home new math. That's what they want us to do. I don't even know what this math is. And they're like, here's a new one. You're like, oh, great. I got to watch a 40 minute YouTube video on Common Core math. And it's not like the old math was doing bad. It's, it's doing great. It's not like we're getting incorrect change everywhere. And we're just sitting there, like this stupid old math. I wish new math would come along. If you don't know Common Core math, it's uh, it's a, it's just basically a long way to get to the same answer. It's like you. It's like how can we use the entire sheet of paper for this math problem? And even when you break it down, you see old math sneak in there. I mean, you're. You're like, that was old math right there. Just do that at the beginning, and we won't even have to be in this. I told my wife, it's, ba- it's a long way to get to the same thing. It would be, if you came to my house, and you knocked on the front door, and you're like, can I come in? And I was like, could you walk around and come in through the back door? And you'd be like, does the front door not work? And was like, it works. It works fine. I use it, most people still use it. But the new way is to go jump the fence come in the back and then meet (laughs) me back here she's doing so true
1: jump the fence
0: it's so true they make these grids and like you have to make these grids and like you seriously do have to watch a training video to figure out how to do it if you're going to help your kid and you want your kid to get credit for the question because you have to do it their way it's 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 a, it's a way to get kids to think differently about how numbers work, but it, it's.
1: Don't, not necessary. It's not. But it's not necessary.
0: No, no. Now,
1: sometimes
0: in my travels, I have encountered a quote, new math method that is actually really helpful in real life sometimes, but very rarely, very, very rarely. has Like what?
1: You have an example?
0: percentages like what about I don't know if this is actually new math but this is when I learned it believe it or not with my son (laughs) people are gonna laugh at me because I'm like stupid with things sometimes (laughs) I'm just gonna tell it let's say you need to find out 25 percent or 20 percent of something how do you do it
1: uh you take I don't know like for example I would say I need to know what 25% of 352 is. I just take 352 and times it by 0. 0.25.
0: Okay. New math, you take 10% of it, and then you do the math to get to 25.
1: What? What do we mean? So, like,
0: let's say the number's 100 just to make it a little more round. You need to yeah. know what 20% of 100 is. You figure out what 10% of 100 is because it's easier. That's 10, and then you double it to get 20.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, those are the little tricks that I've made for myself when that's- I'm calculating tips. Right. You know, like if, if, for example, if I have a thirty six dollar tip that sh- thirty six dollar, you know, diner bill that shows up, I'll just I'll just say, OK, well, it's about let's just take 10 percent of 30. There's there's three. three. Let's double it. Let's get to six. It's not in 30. So then now I'll, I'll just say I'm going to give them 10 because that's it.
0: That's how so, they're getting kids to think about numbers from the, the get instead of learning your multiple, like they still ought to learn their multiplication tables, but they're trying to get pe- them to think about numbers in a different way to make it easier to do math in your head. Okay. But getting I there mean, is like,
1: pe- that's the only science. thing people already get, we were already there.
0: I know. I know.
1: I, know. I mean, it's a, it's 2023. We have been, as like he said, it's not like people are getting incorrect change. <laughs> know, it's like something needs to be done.
0: If, if you like, like I'll do bring the clock one up again before we go out with a, an exit song that somebody picked. The clock on the wall, like how many times in the past, like when you've been out, have you seen an actual old school clock on the wall?
1: Uh, I I I see them well. I see them pretty, pretty often still. You're talking about just you know the, the two hands. Yeah. I still I see them uh, still pretty often. I've been paying attention to other things in the clock. The uh, the Roman numerals, the differences in Roman numerals. We were we were debating whether or not that was part of a Mandela effect. But What's yeah, the there's a lot of Roman digital. Numerals?
0: What? What's the difference in Roman numerals?
1: Well, somebody was on my show, an exorcist was actually on my show a couple of months ago and and said that there was a Mandela effect with the number four on on the Roman numeral clock faces. And, well, you know, but it, it, it was just a, st- it, it's something that I, I really don't think is real because oh, it's okay. just a stylistic thing where, you know, is it upside down or whatever as it gets to the bottom of the hour. Oh, and then up- oh. You know, and then, and then I started realizing that on, on many clocks, instead of IV for four, they'll actually just do four I's, what? which is not Roman numerals. I mean, that, that's not what you that's how you real. represent four on Roman numerals. You go IV and then V for five and then VI, VII. So I started noticing that there was a lot of four I's on the roman numeral clock faces just whatever but yeah there is a i think there's a good amount of both i I see the analog clocks all over the place i still see them
0: very soon the the normal clock is going to be the digital or analog clock, or or the digital clock the analog clock is going to disappear and that'll be the new normal for people they won't know what an old clock is anymore but that's their normal
1: yeah well well their normal yeah that's that that's one thing, but I think even bigger outside of the digitization of the clock is this one concept of cursive writing. We were oh, talking yeah. about that quite frankly recently too. Um, you know, I got you know it's funny after I did that show, I got a I got a a, a letter. I got two letters. This is from uh, Indiana. It came in two letters from the Payne family, and they were written to me by their two boys. Here it is right here.
0: In cursive.
1: Yeah, says uh What's up Frank? I heard on the October 5th show that you said something on the web that says that Gen Z cannot you uh write in cursive. But I can. So jokes on the you internet. <laughs> uh by the way, I am Maximus Payne, the son of Sir Nasty Nate. I love your show. And then here's another one. Hi Frank, my mom and dad love your show. My That's dad is nice. Sir Nasty Nate.
0: Penmanship right there.
1: Yeah, well, you can tell, I would say, I don't know, maybe 4th, 5th grade something like that. This is what my handwriting used to look like. I'm going to write back in cursive as well. But the reason why this came up is not just that all, oh, you know, the old generations they're they're using the computer less, and they're not even writing in cursive, whatever. Uh the the the, the, the what was brought up was a very stark realization of what that does for the disconnect of generations. It's one thing to have fashion change. It's another thing to have an entire civilization lose the ability to go as an individual read things that are old to be able to you know that the the fact that we're going to need people who go to school just to be able to translate script for people who never (laughs) learned it in the first place i mean that's serious I mean especially when it comes to our founding documents uh old letters of anything of antiquity i mean it was all and even for people who understand script it's hard to read people's writing from back in the day as Well, well because it really is like works of art so try reading uh, the Co-
0: the declaration of independence or the constitution.
1: I it's very hard for me to do that. Very hard for even me to do that. So but so you think about that going away, common core, this and that. I mean, I think uh I think it's a tragedy that we're losing cursive. S- Some old systems just need to be kept around. That doesn't mean that you reject the computer.
0: Squarehead you- 60 says my wife talks in cursive after drinking wine. Huh?
1: <laughs> doesn't take me too long either (laughs) very lightweight
0: are you i gotta get you drunk one day maybe when i come up for thanksgiving
1: very lightweight i i don't even indulge i i don't even i'll have a i'll have a cocktail especially thanksgiving on i'll definitely have you know scotch and i'll i'll do that but once i start feeling myself get past a certain line i don't i don't push it because It's not even just like, oh, I'm a goofy drunk. It's no, once I get past a certain line, my stomach will go sour on me. Mm -hmm. And I just don't, I don't, I don't like it. I'm fine with being drunk and, and being goofy, but I can be goofy if I, if I take a, you know, take a bong rip too. That's, I can be goofy that way as well. (laughs) I don't have a, I don't wake up with regret the next morning.
0: Well, you remember everything, don't you? Yeah, I guess. Not my thing. I don't know why. Just never Yeah, me. I'm
1: not a good person to have a drinking game with. <laughs> like, all right, you win.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that's it for today, guys. You have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with
1: Frankie Val on the drums and
0: Baines. Baines. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern time. Oh, wait. On TuneIn. Stitcher. Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Or Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on X Getter and on Rumble. Make sure you check out Frank show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on QuiteFrankly.tv and on Rumble. And a side of beans every Tuesday and Thursday at 2. This is the song we're going out with today. Blue October. Jump Rope.
1: Watch out for them kangaroos.
0: Yeah, watch out for the kangaroos. And we'll see you guys on Friday. All right, later. Later.